Oh my goodness, what on earth has just happened? My phone is ringing off the hook. WhatsApp message after WhatsApp message, Twitter message after Twitter message. Aston Villa finally, finally, after four million years since the meteorite wiped out the dinosaurs, have just beaten Manchester City. I repeat, Aston Villa won Manchester City nil. Let me just run you through some stats here, okay? Shots on, or shots, 22 Manchester for Aston Villa. Aston Villa, 22 shots, Manchester City, two. Shots on target for Villa, seven. Manchester City, two. Man City, 54% possession. Aston Villa, 46% possession. When have you seen a Pep Guardiola team, and that includes his great Barcelona, uh, Bayern Munich and Manchester City, the all-conquering Manchester City, when have you ever seen a Pep Guardiola team outclassed, outfought, outthought, out-everything before tonight at Villa Park, Wednesday, 6th of December? This was a moment in history. Historians in... 2,000 years will be writing about this and, I don't know, Shakespeare, the fall of Rome, the night Aston Villa conquered Manchester City. I mean, yes, I understand I'm, I'm, I'm maybe a little bit uh, what you would call uh, emotional after what I've just... But, I, I mean... I, I mean, Manchester City ever since they had their takeover in 2008, have bought up Villa's best players, right? The rise of Manchester City directly led to another competitor that Aston Villa simply could not compete with during the Mike O'Neill era. So it meant that we lost our best players to them in Gareth Barry, Fabian Delph a few years later, James Milner, and then £100 million later, Jack Grealish, right? And it just led to a new competitor that we simply could not compete with. And I think it partly led to Randy Lerner losing interest. And I think it partly led to Aston Villa's overall decline. We just could not break that top four because they turned up. Aston Villa are a team reborn. We have walked up to John the Baptist, been put in the water and reborn. I just... You know, barely, year. you know, with it, two years ago, three years ago, well, one year ago, we had Steven Gerrard stinking up the joint, walking in, playing music that didn't work, right? I mean, Emery's a, I mean, Emery's Stevie Wonder. Stevie G was, I don't know, like the bloke who gets kicked out of X Factor in the first round. That's what, that's what we were dealing with. And that's the, that's the difference we're seeing now. A few years ago, Aston Villa got relegated from the Premier League about, you know, in 2016. We were terrible in the Championship for years. We were barely stayed up in the Premier League, in the Premier League. you know, skin of our teeth. Now, since Professor Unai came in, the maestro, you know, I, I saw a bus recently driving past with an advert for a new Netflix movie called Maestro, starring uh, Bradley Cooper. Well, if he's playing Unai Emery, I'll understand it and I'll bloody watch it as well because the whole film could just be about what he's done at Aston Villa and Oscar-winning stuff it would be as well. Oscar-bob-winning stuff. Because, look, you know, 
Aston Villa now are a team that can play Manchester City, who have all the resources on the planet, have the best players ever. Well, well, not ever, but, you know, the best team in the world, some of the best players ever, the best manager possibly ever. And we've just absolutely dominated them. And every single week, you kind of, as a Villa fan, you're thinking, is this the week where, you know, this run ends? Is, is this it? Is this where we, you know, go back to the old Villa, where we, you know, we've had a good run, but, you know, we've competed, you know, we've had our flirtation with the top, but then third day in, they've said no, and they've stopped returning your calls, right? Is is that where, you're sort of thinking, is that is that where we're at? But every single week, they keep returning the call. And you're like, maybe this is the one. Maybe Unai Emery is the one I've been looking for my whole life. You know, I try and think of performances under Emery that have taken my breath away, right? You know, full on Berlin, Top Gun, Tom Cruise, take my breath away, that sort of thing, right? And I think Manchester United won, Aston Villa three, first game uh, that he played, that he uh, managed us. Um, in that game, Leon Bailey was a 10 out of 10. He was absolutely electric and looked like a world-class talent. Um, after that, Leon Bailey's form kind of went a bit shaky, right? More on him in a second, because what we've seen from him this season, my goodness, and I'll, I'll talk about him in a sec, but, you know, I'm thinking of great performances under Unai Emery. There's been a lot of them, but, you know, the ones that stick out to me, Manchester United 3-1, Newcastle 3-0 was the best performance I've ever seen from a Villa team since the early 90s beating United in the Coca-Cola Cup final, genuinely. But this season, beating Manchester City 1-0 like we did and so utterly dominating and destroying them as we did, there I cannot think of an example in my life where a Pep Guardiola team has been that dominated. I mean, all I can think of that even vaguely compares is maybe Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool a couple of years ago beating them 4-1. You know, that that's about it. His first season at Man City when he lost a couple of games, lost 4-0 at Everton, I remember. But that you, you put that down to it being a transitional season, right? This is, okay, they're missing some of their key players. They missed Doku, Grealish, um, Kevin De Bruyne, Obviously, and Rodri as well, obviously, that's going to make a huge difference to them. And clearly, Rodri in particular makes a massive difference because they simply don't seem to win games without him. But for Villa to still face a team of that level of ability and that quality and so utterly outfight them and dominate them as we did, tactically just do them, amazing. And, you know, Emery's record against... Guardiola is like Villa's record against Man City. It is terrible. Now, I think it shows it's a sign that Aston Villa have changed, but Unai Emery himself has changed. And I think in the past, when I think of Emery teams, I think they've been quite, you know, at times pragmatic and conservative. And I think maybe tried to withstand Barcelona, you know, Guardiola's Barcelona or a City team by just sort of maybe taking a bit more of a defensive approach. Tonight, it was, we're just going to bloody attack them. And I said last night on the YouTube channel, please watch it because sometimes I actually talk sense on it. I said the transitions are going to be a big factor in this game. And I explicitly said 
where Leon Bailey plays or Moussa Diaby, that area where Gavardial is, where he dives in, as David Mooney from the Blooming Podcast told me, where he dives in, he did it tonight. And in those areas, that's where Villa can catch City out. And that's where teams have been catching City out in the transitions when they've won the ball off them near to their own defence, get the ball up quick up the pitch. And City have been caught out by it in the Champions League a few times. They've been caught out by it recently against Chelsea and other teams. Same again tonight. And I said I'd talk about Leon Bailey. Leon Bailey's turnaround as a player has been absolutely astonishing. He was 11 out of 10 tonight. And I rarely give 11 out of 10 to anybody. But that, you know, Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi gets 11 out of 10 from me pretty much every game he plays because he's the most extraordinary player ever played the game. Leon Bailey tonight was 11 out of 10. Because every single time he got the ball, there would be occasions where Man City would have four players surrounding him, like that picture of uh, Diego Maradona playing the Netherlands and having 20 Netherlands players around him. It was like that for Bailey tonight. And yet every single time, he'd find a way out of trouble, he'd make the right pass, he'd do the right touch, he'd beat a man, create a yard of space. Gavardiol got destroyed by Messi for Croatia last season in the semi-final of the World Cup. Tonight, he's looking at Leon Bailey going, are you Lionel Messi reborn? Is your name Lionel Bailey? All I want for Christmas is a Jamaica shirt with Bailey's name on the back. Somebody buy that for me, please. All I, you know, tomorrow, I might just go down to a tattoo parlour and get Leon Bailey scoring that goal tonight, tattooed across my forehead. Or I might get uh, John McGinn holding off multiple Man City players across my cheek. Or I might get, um, you know, uh, Emmy Martinez making an incredible save from Erling Haaland in the in the, the first few minutes uh, across my forehead. Or I might get Bubakar Kamara taking the ball and fighting off City players constantly. Or I might get, like, Aston Villa's uh, passing lanes and, pass- and, and ability to play the ball, and the ball around at the back and then find a pass directly through, cutting, bypassing everybody straight into a Kamara or into a John McGinn who can then turn, run into a load of space. You know, and then I look like a really strange human being, but the fact of the matter is with all these tattoos on me, I'll go in for an interview for a job in a few years and they'll say, what's all this? And I'll say, do you remember when Aston Villa beat uh, Man City 1-0? And they'll say, say no more. Yes, I do remember that. And your... Um, irrational desire desire to get a tattoo and to then go and get those tattoos on your face. Well, it makes sense in hindsight. So do you know what? I'm still going to give you the job. And then I might run for prime minister and everyone will vote for me because I'll go, that's a man who makes good decisions. So listen, I just... Uh, oh, certainly better decisions than, the, than pretty much any prime minister Britain's had in the last oh, six or seven years. So let, look, let me tell you this. Tonight... Game starts and Villa started on fire. And you're thinking we had a few big chances. And you're thinking, oh, if we don't take them chances, we get punished by Man City. And then we nearly did because Phil Foden found that bit of space, ball in behind. Erling Haaland for once beat the high line. Shot on goal, Emmy Martinez. How is this man still so laughably underrated in the UK? How? How? He's one of the best. No, he is the best goalkeeper in the world. I would say the two best goalkeepers in the world played at Villa Park tonight, Edison and uh, Emmy Martinez, because the two of them made incredible saves. They were brilliant on the ball. And, you know, there's people who say Esri Concert's not good enough for England. 
Gareth Southgate sits there and goes, you know, oh, maybe I'll pick Mason Mount instead. Oh, maybe I'll pick Margay at Crystal Palace. Why? Esri concert tonight, we've all been talking about that right-hand side. Oh, it doesn't work and all that. Well, i tell you what, it bloody worked tonight. Always trust Professor Unai. Consul was fantastic on the right. Diego Carlos coming in was brilliant. And i tell you what, Diego Carlos, he bullied Erling Haaland. He would not let him... He just wouldn't let him get into his comfort zone. And on top of that, something I really liked as well was that Villa were willing to go direct. We didn't just try and play it around at the back. When the chance came, get it up that pitch as quick as you can. Ball over the top. And Diego Carlos's long balls. I'm not a lover of long ball merchants myself. Um, but his long balls are very, very impactful. And there were about two or three occasions tonight that long ball over that City defence came into Ollie Watkins and he would just cause a bit of havoc. And that's what you need to do to City. Just be aggressive. And if you if you see that ball on, just go for it. Just go for it. Cause some problems because then they got to run back. And Villa, the thing is, when City won the ball back in their own defence, you normally what would happen then is the opposition team would sit off and just let City come at them. Villa didn't do it. We just went straight at them. We would not let them rest. The goalkeeper would have the ball. Watkins are pressing. Then he come out to the to uh, I don't know like uh, Ruben Diaz who's pulled out to the left for the option and Leon Bailey's on him. They just couldn't find the passing channels at all tonight. City. It was an extraordinary defending from the front performance from Aston Villa. And that is what partly led to such domination. And there were two spells in this game where you thought City had control of the game. And that was briefly after the 10th minute mark for about six minutes, where they had those two, the Erling Haaland had them two chances. And then also just after halftime for about 10 minutes, Bernardo Silva came a bit more central. Rico Lewis went out right and Silva started to try and conduct the game. But they simply could not play through Villa. Villa of old allows Silva to take control, and we can see two goals, and we all cry about it and go, what the bloody hell did we do? Tonight, Aston Villa were like, no. no. It was Hulk Hogan looking at Andre the Giant, just shaking his head, and then lifting him over his shoulder and dropping him, and the whole world's in disbelief at what they've seen. That's who we were tonight. Hogan lifting Andre at WrestleMania in 1987. Uh, you know, it just every single player, 10 out of 10. Leon Bailey, 11 out of 10. 11 out of 10. Bubakar Kamara, potentially an 11 out of 10. You know, D uh, uh, Douglas Ruiz scored a header just marginally off over the line for uh, Luca Dean, who was brilliant tonight as well. Uh, Douglas Ruiz hits the post. Uh, uh, Edison makes about three or four massive saves. It could have been three or four nil. It genuinely could have been Aston Villa four, Man City nil tonight. And the only team who's done that to City in the last few years, in the last million years, is Liverpool at Anfield. So that is telling you what Villa are now. This is the type of team we are. This is what we can do to the very, very best. And I understand they didn't have the best team out tonight. But even if they'd had the best team out, I still think we would have done them. It was unbelievable. It was absolutely unbelievable. Um, you know, one thing in the first half I noticed as well, Rico Lewis, I think, struggled playing more inside in the game. And I think John McGinn just had a field day against him. John McGinn bullied the guy. How often do you see John McGinn do 10 out of 10 performances at Villa Park these days? It is 
all the time. I saw him play against Everton a few months, uh, two months ago, 10 out of 10. I saw him play against Fulham two months ago, uh, uh, about a month ago, 10 out of 10. Tonight, again, bullied Rico Lewis. Every time he got the ball, he'd hold off three players and then he'd whip a ball in quickly. Villa were told tonight, just get that ball in quickly. The, the coaching, the attitude, the aptitude, everything was just amazing. We have gone above Manchester City. We're, we're at December 6th. We've gone above Manchester City in the league. We're in third place. We can bloody fecking well get Champions League and we can bloody fecking well win the league. We've got Arsenal this weekend. Double up on Saka. Double up on Martinelli. Don't make it easy for him. Man mark Odegaard and don't let that guy have, you know, the freedom of the park. Every time their inverted fullback comes in, if it's a Zinchenko or whoever plays in that position and comes in, there's always space there. Leon Bailey or Moussa Diaby, whoever's playing in that position, is going to have space to run into. And after what we saw tonight, who says we can't do a load of damage to Arsenal as well? This is extraordinary. Lechia Warsaw on Thursday night. Bournemouth fight to the end and get a draw. And then... Beat and then beat Manchester City on a Wednesday night. The physical demand of doing that is just off the charts, off the charts. And you know, I look at you know, I, I said it about Bournemouth as well. I said Bournemouth are a much better team than people realize right now. They're coming into form, they just beat Palace 2 0 away tonight. So that was a good result, wasn't it? I'm telling you, they're gonna they're gonna beat some teams now this season, Bournemouth. So Arsenal next. Don't let Declan Rice have some, you know, if 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 whoever's the second striker has to come back and stop him, do it. But after tonight, after seeing the way Yuri Tielemans played, after seeing the way Leon Bailey played, the world-class performance from that entire collective tonight, would you bet against Aston Villa beating Arsenal? Because I bloody wouldn't. Would I bet against Unai Emery lifting the Premier League trophy? I, I mean... Do we dare? Do we dare to believe? I've not even looked at the table yet. Third, third place, 32 points, four off Arsenal. Beat them, we go one off them. I'll tell you what, man, it, you know, Guardiola is going to be sat in a darkened room pulling out the last remaining hairs he's got on his head thinking, how do I stop Hurricane Aston Villa? Well, I tell you what, after tonight, I don't think anyone can. Up the mighty Villa. <laughs> 